Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Check my uh, nails. Baby, how you feeling? Feeling good. Feeling uh, good as hell. We're feeling good we're as hell. Feeling good. I think that that is the, I think that's the phrase that you use after watching one of the most amazing shows of all time and then um, trying to work the next morning, which was silly. It was a silly thing for us to do. It is, uh, it's tricky to feel good as hell, which I do, but also very sick from all the liquor I drank. Very sick. Ooh, I don't feel good as hell, but I feel good as hell spiritually. Spiritually! And so I apologize in advance if my brain is dumb girl syndrome today. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. My name is Holden McNeely. I feel like I'm looking into the future because I, of course, am going with uh, my lovely wife Lexi and our friend Kate to see Charlie XCX tonight. So I'm sort of seeing the the after effect of that. And I have to get on a plane tomorrow and I'm already dreading it. You should. But I want to know all about this concert. Natalie? uh, It's not going to be on the same level as last night, Holden. Just (laughs) saying. Um, My name is Natalie Jean. And I had a transcendent experience last night. Yeah, because we went to go see Lizzo at the Palladium in Los Angeles, Hollywood. And it was probably, which we all really understood. I think everyone in that building understood that it is the smallest venue you will ever see Lizzo in ever again. Unbelievable. She was originally, I think, only playing one show. And then it turned into two shows. Then it became three shows. And then Three after the v- sold out shows, yeah. And then after the VMH, they added a fourth sold out show. So she's her last show's tonight in LA, and Jesus. Um, people were losing their minds. <laughs> it was awesome. Everybody who came was in their most ridiculous outfit. Everyone um, was dressed to kill. And also, I will say, everyone waiting in line for the bathroom, all it was was just like. Girl, where'd you get that top? Oh my God, you look fabulous. It was, it was the most it positive really was. experience I've ever had in my entire life. That makes so much sense. I think that that's exactly what she's trying to do with her music, which is so fucking rad. Uh, that the people were really like that, and there weren't any fucking bitches. Like when Lexi was at the Tiso show, and she got into a fight with some girls in the rosé line. Wait a second, uh, why did she get into so a so on brand for Taylor Swift? Why did she get into a fight? What happened? She just got up, say, got into a fight. I don't know. They were being like mean ass fucking bitches. Or of something. course, I don't know. I, I, I'm assuming Lexi wasn't the uh, culprit in the situation. No, whenever I think Lexi, I'm like, what a bitch. Yeah. Oh, she's so oh, mean. She's so. Mean. Was there actually a, a line solely for Rosé? Yes. <laughs> well, last Rose. night when we were uh, at the Palladium, they had two drinks for Lizzo's show solely, and they were, uh, mine was a unicorn something. Unicorn glitter, I Unicorn believe. glitter. It had fucking edible glitter in it, okay? Nice. And then Jackie's, at, she got 100% that drink. 
And it had a bunch of gin and juice in and it. And watermelon. It had watermelon juice and in it. And they were both actually really good. They weren't super sugary. No, it was really, it was really great. And yeah. I, man, faded. Oh, I just, yeah. um, I don't know what happened. I don't I said, know. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said to Jeff as I crawled into bed at three o'clock in the morning. What happened? <laughs> um, he Me said, I know, know exactly what happened. You went to, with your girls to go see your favorite musician. <laughs> and... Oh man, and it was also awesome to see like the the sea of gay boys there, all just like living their best life. There was a guy in a wedding dress. Everybody was just in like regalia. Yeah. It was amazing. Like everybody was so excited, and I kind of feel like I understand what the landmark forum is now. I think this is it. Like you go in, they you you ready to give them all your money. Like we'll get into this too, but she could have made millions last night just by asking for people to throw money at her on stage and they would have they would be like yes miss miss queen lizzo of course whatever is- she wants yeah. i'll give it to her it really was i felt like i i definitely screamed it at one point i would say i might have been flying a little high i was close to the sun if you get my drift <laughs> too and close even i may have been i may a bit have of a been. fear and loathing at the lizzo concert uh, man <laughs> I had a time. But you know, when someone offers you something called unicorn juice, how do you say no? And uh, so I really, I was saying this, I was screaming this at Natalie in the different, middle of the concert. And it concert. was different than the unicorn juice that I had. Very different from different your kind. unicorn juice. Yeah. I didn't know what was in my unicorn juice, but it made me feel really transcendent is the word. <laughs> and um, I had to take a lot of 5-HTP today. So, but I feel good now. And um, I, I, we were in the middle of the concert and I looked at Natalie and I was like I get Kanye now I get the church uh I get what he I get it Uh I get all of it because like you said we were praying to the altar of Lizzo the altar of positivity last night it was insane I was doing the thing that they do in like in uh, rambunctious churches where you lift your hands above your head and you shake your hands uh, (laughs) and and just going we were like I screamed amen a bunch of times oh yeah I've never I don't think I've ever screamed amen at anyone ever. But I was like, yes, I'm here. I'll go to church, Lizzo. Let's go. And Let's her go back church. her backdrop was also looked like a church. Oh my God. And her dancers, Holden McNeely. I want to be a big girl, which that is the name of her backup dancers. Her backup dancers are the big girls, and I want to be one so badly. And I was I was auditioning for for no one last night in that audience. We were we were trying to figure out how to get a hold of Lizzo and we were gonna throw our panties on stage and see if she liked it which we didn't but even get into this a couple of weeks that. ago because we did see that Lizzo put it out there that she wants to sleep with Michael Che right. on Instagram yes. so I think that, that, that might be our in yeah. that was the most surreal moment because I was like right after I spent the night with him at yeah. SNL and everything and like I'm just like what world am I living in right now that like Lizzo's hitting up my fucking boy <laughs> We gotta, we gotta and offer him. Up. We, oh, I will, I will, I will trap Che, and I will offer him up to the altar of Lizzo. If that means I get to be a big girl, I'll do whatever I have to. Oh, and also Lizzo. So Lizzo has this backdrop of, um, like it looks like church stained glass, but she herself mm. is essentially fully nude the entire show. Oh She's my God. only covered in rhinestones. Just covered and, in wow. rhinestones. I mean, she looked. Ethereal, and that's what like, he, uh, we went with Eddie too. And Ed said it best when he was like, 
it's crazy when you think not only did she put on such an amazing show where she's playing the flute, she's dancing her ass off, but also essentially she was naked for two hours on stage while doing those things. And if that's not learning how to love yourself, I don't know what is. Yeah, Eddie also said it's crazy that that is the 10th thing that you would think of when you think talk about this show. It's like not even the first thing is not her nude. The entire time because it was so yeah. amazing to just experience it. Favorite uh, song of the night. Favorite. Uh, what was the highlights? Low lights. I think one of my favorites, especially it, it, because again the the feeling of camaraderie, which I don't go to concerts very often, and that's why I love Holden that you've been on this like vibe of trying to see more concerts and trying to mm-hmm. be more available to like to feel what the music is in an arena with other people. And I think that when she right before she sang Jerome, which is one oh. of my favorite songs. Oh my god! And I saw your story. Uh, I love that you put out a couple of Insta stories for our enjoyment, which is Thank great because that. I don't remember doing it, <laughs> and I was, but I was feeling it. I was very, very invested. And I was very involved and I cried a lot. But right before Jerome, she did this whole thing of like, she was talking about self care, uh, talking about self care and taking care of yourself. And she's like, she's like, you all, she's like, you have to do at least one self care thing a week, at least, at least a major thing. And she's like, this week, I what did she say? She like she del- she deleted a number of a dude and and blocked him on Instagram. <laughs> yes, this dude that was nice. getting into her DMs that was a toxic person in her life, and she deleted his number and deleted his profile from her Instagram. And she's like, and that. She's like, you have to remember the things you do for yourself every week. You have to do those things. And I felt it. And, my fo- and then she just started singing Jerome. And, and then was- everybody's <sighs> phones, they did the light thing on their phones. And the entire place like lit up. Lit like up. They, they'd put overheads on because everybody's phones were It was so beautiful. And then, um, I mean, just like every song was so joyful. But like when she did like Good as Hell and Juice everybody was just they were out of people were dancing it and exploded like, what about truth hurts i think that's the oh one yeah i'd I be mean, most excited for oh for yeah. sure it was one of her when, when, she, when she said the hundred percent that bitch line did not the whole room just lost their minds it was whenever but also screaming line you could have had a bad bitch like everybody like and, and, and it just didn't even matter it was just such a oh my god it was such a an experience of community. I'm gonna start crying right now. No, seriously. I'm and not then going to. It was so wild. But then when she would bring the, she did the flute. At, you know, at the end of Coconut Oil, it goes into a flute solo. Yeah, like yeah, she, yeah. Everything quieted down, and she just started playing that part, and it was like almost silent, except for the dude near us. I'm gonna talk about that guy. Oh my god. But, um, <laughs> All right, so that's probably the low lights I was hoping for. There's something it's, annoying about it. It's a low light, but kind of amazing. <laughs> but it's also, also yeah, it's also beautiful. Um, but uh, so she started playing that and then she she transitioned to another flute song and it was like this beautiful silence over the entire audience and she was just on stage by herself with the flute and and then it went back into something crazy I think it might have been right before uh, Truth Hurts yeah it was and it was just oh perfect so great. I have to say, though, nothing truly compares to Lizzo. It is kind of listening to you guys talk about this. It is making me is like making me realize, like now that I have gone full pop, especially when it comes to going to concerts, it's really hard to go back to anything else because it, it the like Carly Rae Jepsen felt like that. I bet tonight's going to feel kind of like the that. Fervor where it's like, of it's the just audience. Such a, 
it's such a positive vibe. Everybody's so just like in such a good mood and so excited to hear their favorite like pop singer. And that vibe, you don't quite get as much in other genres of music sometimes. You know what I mean? There's a lot of posturing and stuff. I feel like there's a lot less... Weirdly enough, there's a lot less posturing when it comes to pop audiences. Right. And it, especially when like when we were talking about the outfits that we saw last night, it, it rather than people stunting, it seemed like people were letting their freak flags fly, which is what I mean. Yeah. It was which is why it's so great. It wasn't there to like people weren't doing it for everyone to see what they were no. wearing. They yeah. were doing it for themselves. No, it felt like that for real. Like, yes. People were just like, oh, I love this outfit. Carla Rae Jepsen was like that, too. It was like dressed like the biggest asshole you can think of and like the most sparkly nonsense human you can possibly think of and you're not doing it to look good you're doing it to look ridiculous and dance your face off and have a great time so I'm glad I'm glad to hear that that uh, it reminds me of that night and um man I just love you're right going to shows is, is it's healthy I read some article somewhere I was I read the the headline of the article because I never actually read these articles but it was like <laughs> studies show that going regularly to concerts just like helps you be a happier person in general oh, I believe that yeah other than the uh, abuse of alcohol but yes yeah you know you you technically don't have to do that although <sighs> I would not go to a concert like that and not get completely shit-faced like, I'm just not going time. to do that but uh I, I I get what you're saying I I don't love um, arena concerts that mm. much so it was so special to go see her in a medium-sized venue oh I yeah just, it, I can't believe we got to do that yeah I love that you guys recognize that because you're so right you were not never not going to see her in a giant venue I mean that is exactly why the SNL T-Swift performance was so special to me because I'm like there's never ever going to be a time I'm going to get to be in this small situation mm -hmm. with this very quiet moment with this particular musician right you know what I mean and so you guys really lucked out and so definitely always cherish that because she is you know essentially just shooting to the moon yeah well, and that's what I love too is that she's also very aware and very <laughs> appreciative she's like she's like last December when I was thinking about my new year's wishes and what I wanted to change for this year she's like my life was perfect and she's like and that was in December yeah. You don't even, she's like, my dreams have, were never even this big. I never realized my dreams could be this big, which is why she just kept talking. It was so inspirational. Like, just keep going for it. Just keep dreaming. Because she's like, I had no idea that this is what was going to happen. And she's so appreciative. And it was such a, a beautiful feeling. But I also, if she would have said, now you have to go take to the streets of Hollywood and start killing people. I would have been like, all right, I yes, guess, go. sure. I would have taken off all of my clothes. Mm -hmm. I would have started like wear, I would skin other people's skin off and put it on my skin and yeah. be like, am I her yet? Am Dude, I her yet? Does she yet? like me? Is she my friend now? <laughs> it was, um, I, I was scared of myself last mm. night that's actually a really good premise for a horror movie i yes. mentioned like a, a music festival horror movie before which has already kind of been made because natalie informed me that she had already sort of done that but <laughs> which like, also the idea... it sounded better probably than you would have ever have hoped <laughs> and then the idea of someone just doing that good of a show for everyone and then using that to motivate everyone to like riot on the streets and go on a killing spree totally across the city that'd be pretty fun oh speaking of horror movies though I gotta tell you, that movie Mary I did recently that came out. Mm, the um, one with Gary Oldman? Yeah. So, like, they took 
I'm the creature in it, and they. I did a lot of contortion, a lot of stunt work, and on a boat. On a boat, it. They took a lot of the cool stuff out, which is what happens. It unfortunately, my favorite stunt, the things I'm the most proud of, I'll probably never see. Right, right, right. And um, they kind of made the character. They went in a direction where it was like the character's more ambiguous. So you see me in in shots everywhere, but it's not all the creature stuff that I love, um, which sucks. But it was like whatever. I I anticipate that happening. So yeah. I, I watched it. I was like, okay, cool. And then I just let the credits run. <laughs> I have been a SAG professional performer for ten years. They miscredited my fucking name. They gave, they, not only did they give my name wrong in the credits, they found, somehow found my birth name that I have not used in well over a decade. They would, they not only insulted me by having my name wrong in the credits, they had to seek that out. And why didn't they just hit you up? Too, if you did it all of a sudden, because didn't know. the insanity of it is that your name appears on documents, did contracts, you emails. There? Yes, they flew me there. All of it. My name appears everywhere, and somehow they went down to find some random, like I don't know, tax form or something that still has my birth. By the way, it's still legally not my name now because I'm. Technically, legally, a Zabrowski. Yeah, you are. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But they found some form, and they they put it in the credit. I am number six on that call sheet. And I know that's not number one on the call sheet. But but still. Number one was Gary Oldman. So there wasn't that many people in the cast. How the fuck did they not only go out of their way to find that name, but also... Make it known that they do not give a fuck about who I am. Yeah. Um. And then they also gave my they credited my name correctly in the stunts st- department credit, but the character they got the name wrong. That's so my name. A, that's just so ridiculous. <laughs> it's so ridiculous that no, you can work so hard sometimes. So just so everybody knows, if you feel disrespected at your job, don't worry. We're all treated like everyone's trash monsters. Disrespected. <laughs> everyone's disrespected. Yeah. I I mean. th- it's just. Especially when you just, you worked so hard and created so much to give this character life. And not only did they cut it out, but then also didn't even give you the proper respect. But went out of their way to be disrespectful, which is the craziest part. Yeah. I mean, at least you weren't a little boy getting, you know... The bad hand, if you know what I mean. That's what you. Yeah, that, I guess that, it, at least in Hollywood. It happens in Hollywood. As a woman, anytime anything bad happens, I just go, "Well, at least I'm not being raped right now." <laughs> at least I'm not you know, a little boy in the church. <laughs> <laughs> we are just ta- hold it. We we're just talking about positivity. We we're just being so positive. Well, and speaking of movies and music, I also wanted to briefly mention, I watched the Clive Barker documentary yesterday, and it made me cry all over again about Whitney Houston because she was such a huge part of his career. He's like the music producer that fucking made everybody happen. Wait, and Clive Houston was Barker? Like, yeah, Clive Barker. I believe that's right. That's Clive from Hellraiser? <laughs> that's the horror, horror writer. 
It's like I mean, because I was Clive like, what Davis. is Clive Davis? That's what it was. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what is? Because also though, I was immediately intrigued. It's like, what mashup did Clive Barker is making music? I am completely down for it. Clive Davis, uh, he the soundtrack of our lives. It was. It is on Netflix. And it is really, really good. The first artist he signed was Janis Joplin. He's literally like, I could, I would start, I, I, I could start listing all the people he, whose career he made happen, but it's just like too much to count. Uh, or too, too Where many did you? Names. Oh, Barry Manilow. Oh, so many. It's ludicrous. He worked with Barry. My oh, Barry. Uh, Barry Manilow. Oh, hugely, hugely <laughs> exploded Barry Manilow's career. Barry, Barry Manilow was a nobody until Clive. How Burke. fucking dare you? Not Clive. How fucking dare you? <laughs> oh my God! You remember when but, Barry Manilow was in Hellraiser? Hellraiser, which it's also Hellraiser. again I would see. I would want him to be. What oh, is it? Like, the teeth one. The, I, 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 and he goes, I write the songs that make the whole world sing. Wendy Houston could be the uh, the lady one because, you know, there's only one lady. Oh, yeah, yeah. And isn't she just called, like, woman Bro, scary yeah, like, in it? Barry Manilow was a bag of piss You're until bag of Clive piss. Davis. <laughs> what? And the way that you said Clive Davis exploded Barry Manilow, I just imagined them having a sex tape together. And I don't know. You know what? I'd watch a lot of tapes with Barry Manilow in it. I don't know if I'd watch him with Clive Davis. Interesting mm. you think that direction because when I hear that, I just think of the scene in Hellraiser where he literally <laughs> explodes a man. You're just, you're you're in Hellraiser land. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. My gaffes today are probably going to be terrible. My eggs are scrambled, ladies. Why? What did you do I with don't your know. eggs? I don't know. I I had a, you know, it was a weekend. I don't know. We got too drunk at some parties. I will weekend. say Clive Barker is fairly attractive, though. He's like a super bondage gay man. Wow. Right? Of course. Yeah. Of course. That's why, that's why my, my pussy lips just became erect. Ooh. Right. Excuse me? Will he hit me and also not fall in love with me back? <laughs> He will uh, have you wear lots of pleather, though. So oh, I just, I don't know if I can do the pleather. It's I don't so think sweaty. I'm, I, I am such a, I'm sweating right now, and I have barely any clothes on. There's no, there's no uh, circulation in the, those outfits, for sure. Uh, but I will check that out, Holder. Where did you, where did you see that? Netflix! Netflix! Speaking of other movies I want to see, I mean, I know that I'm being such a nerd. I'm such a nerd. Okay, you're no. such a dork. I'm such yeah. a jerk. But I have to say that I went, oh my God, when I saw that <laughs> Paul Dano is playing the Riddler in the new Batman movie. Yeah. What? Uh-oh. I like Paul Dano a lot. Maybe it's just because like, I really love the Riddler. And so nobody could maybe play it. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'm interested to see his take on it. You're about I really to get like Clive Paul Barker Dano. spanks right now. You're gonna get spanks. I just, that's I don't know. I like, like that though. You have oh, to go yeah, like, right. give me another one, mommy. You're right. Yeah, I could see. I can kind of see it, but part of me is kind of like, I don't. Maybe I'm just Batmaned out. Maybe I'm just like, why yeah. do we need another penguin? Thank why you. do we need another? Yes. Like <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But I will look at Robert Pattinson in that sexy. Outfit. I will definitely look at Robert Pattinson. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that he, Paul, I think Paul Dano's going to be a really good Riddler. Yeah, I think he'll do a good job. How do you feel about the Jim Carrey Riddler? I really liked the Jim Carrey Riddler, and maybe that's part of the problem, is it's hard for me to not see that type of approach to that role. Yeah. Like, to me, Riddler, I want to be, like, <laughs> yeah, annoying yeah, and, like, like yeah, no, yeah, He's I don't know. And Paul Dano, to me, feels like a little, I, I feel like he'll be a more soft-spoken 
Riddler, which I'm I'm maybe not super about. But, but I think at that the same that's time, why it'll be more like cerebral, contemplative, riddles, which I think it'll be right. fun. Which should be cool. I'm down. I'll see. I just hope he's still wearing the, the unitard. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Leave that in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, you know what it is, too? It's like the Heath Ledger rule. Like, you can never count anyone out anymore when it comes right. to a casting choice. You never until know. Until you see the performance. Yeah. Right. And they also think that, um, I think that I, uh, Jonah, Jonah Hill is an idiot for saying that he's not going to be the penguin. He turned down the penguin. I mean, he's I'm just cool a, with him not being penguin. I'm oh, fine yeah. with it. But who they? I, I just you know you know who I want? Patton Oswalt. If you're gonna get, oh. like, I think Patton Oswalt would be a great. That penguin. would be great. I know that Henry offered. No, it's, I mean no. I want my <laughs> husband to do it. Yes, we all want Henry to be it. And I, he did say he's like. I guess he talked to his his people and he's like, "Do you want me to dress up like the penguin? I'll dress up like the penguin and I'll send in videos." And um, his uh, his managers said, "Don't do it." Yeah, I think it's for the best because I think that would actually be uh, scary. Just watching Henry like gulping down a bunch of fish and a tiny top hat. <laughs> I would love to see that tape. There's so just, sad. It's just it's everybody like, wants it. it. There's no point like. I want him. I want Henry to be that part. Very. I think he would be amazing. Honestly, I think he'd do a great job with it. But um, sure. I mean, it's every like Jason Alexander saying he wants to do it. He like, threw his hat yeah. into the ring of like, you know, I could do it. Everybody too. wants to. <laughs> but I love that everyone wants it in. Everyone. I think that like they're really looking at it as like, okay, this is the new direction Batman's going. I guess. Stunt casting? <laughs> yeah, I say this as if I know anything about Batman, yeah. but I am a nerd girl now, so yes, I do. You know who just popped in my head as I was scrambling to try to think of someone I think would be cool for Penguin? Meatloaf. Yeah, but he keeps having all those heart attacks. <laughs> he's too old to play the Penguin. Uh, Penguin's old! I know, but he's like, you have to be in some level of health. I don't think Meatloaf's doing that good. I want Meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Meatloaf's doing that good right now. You I just mean, say that because he looks like the penguin without makeup on. You know who it should be? Michelle Pfeiffer. How dare you? Oh my god, that's but is it woke? No, it's not woke. She's no, still very white. Uh, no, especially you know, unless it was that they they changed the storyline and it's the Catwoman became becomes the penguin. And then I don't know enough about Honestly, it. Honestly, it'd be interesting to see, it. like, an actress. If it's not an arbitrary choice, it would be cool to see an actress uh, try to do the role. You know what I mean? If so, they were actually, oh, my yeah. God, I should do it. Yeah, you should. Oh, Jackie. Jackie. Jackie, dress like the penguin. Make a tape. All right. Send it in. Okay. And get... And make Henry the maddest we've ever seen him when you get the role. <laughs> All right, I gotta get face prosthetics. I gotta do the whole thing. You gotta get a voice down too. Okay. I am. Uh... <laughs> oh, uh, here, let's set parrot. up the scene. Let's set up the scene. <laughs> I see your game, Penguin, but I, the Batman, will take you down. There's no way you could fill the entire streets of Gotham City with just fish. But what if I did? <laughs> Well, then that would be difficult. <laughs> Slipping Look. and sliding oh, on my <laughs> no, face, Oh, it's the penguin. Will. There's fish everywhere. <laughs> Batman, help. Please. <laughs> then the city will drown in the fish. <laughs> oh, my God. Robin's sucking my dick. Oh, fuck. Yay. Oh, God. I like end. it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We should write it. Do they have we a writer write yet? Maybe we should yeah, do we it. Yeah, we should tell them we'll write it. We'll write it. It. These scripts never get written until the last second. I'm sure. 
you're right. They don't even have don't one yet. They don't have one yet. <laughs> Every time I'm sweaty, I get really stinky. That is why I use my native fog across the house. You can smell my stinky unless I put on my native swipe my pits. I need my native, and I know that my pits won't stink. I'm such a Celine. Punch a hole in them lifeboats. We ain't gonna be needing them to save you from drowning in my smell from the unsinkable native deodorant. Because this is one aluminum-free deodorant that works. No need to sacrifice on performance to use a deodorant that uses ingredients you know. You hear that, Billy Zane? I'll never sacrifice my performance every day. I am training to be with you. And with native, you ain't gotta be a rose. But you sure as heck can smell like one. Just move over, you smug wench. Your working class steed could have fit on that door. But Native comes in a wide variety of enticing scents for men and women, like the lavender and rose, or go with coconut and vanilla, cucumber and mint, or my personal fave, eucalyptus and mint. Plus, they release new limited edition seasonal scents throughout the year, and offer an unscented formula and baking soda-free formula for those with sensitivities. Native is sensitive to your needs, like a young paintist with a winning smile. Man, I would have shaved him bald just to be closer to his skin. Native is eight times the amount of five-star reviews than people that died on the Titanic. How's that for a statistic? Check out Native in Today's Show, Elle Magazine, Pop Sugar, Refinery29, to name a few. With Native, my heart will go on pumping the motion of the heart of the ocean without having to stop and reapply my Native because the more cushion, the better the pushing, and I still smell good on hour six of Jackie's Push Zone. I really dig Native and how unclumpy it is in my warm folds. It never gets cakey and lasts a long time, which is why it is perfect in helping me in my pursuit of being the unsinkable Jackie Brown. Now that's a mashup I want to see. It's no risk to try. Native offers free returns and exchanges in the USA. For 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code PAGE7 during checkout. Again, for 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code PAGE7 during checkout. I blame Halloween. But there ain't nothing quite like seeing a little pile of chubby cute all swaddled up to look like a lobster in a pot that makes my uterus quake with loneliness. If you want more information about your ability to get pregnant, you need modern fertility. I'm not having a baby right now. Jackie, we are not having a baby. Fine, but you can't stop me from dreaming about how cute my baby's gonna look when I put him in a little peacock costume. 
Oh my god, please look up babies in peacock costumes. Modern fertility is a quick and easy hormone test you can take at home. Whether you're thinking of trying for a baby now or want to know your options for the future, Modern Fertility helped quell my haunting nightmares about having a dilapidated creep house of a womb and reminded me that spiders won't be the only thing to be able to thrive inside of it. Your results are delivered within 10 days, and your personalized dashboard will give you insight into how many eggs you have, hormone levels, and any reproductive red flags. Now, my emotional mothering red flags, I'll get from my therapist. And with Modern Fertility, you can also talk one-to-one with a fertility nurse or use the timeline tool to plan ahead. Honestly, taking the pressure off of having children ASAP is a lifesaver. We ain't our mama's generation. We ain't gotta be pressured to have kids when we ain't ready. That's what science is for. And I love science. And science is gonna be my husband someday. Proactive testing through your doctor can cost over $1,000, but with Modern Fertility, you can get the same information for just $159. Seriously, just give her a check rooney The future's not as spooky as I thought it was. Oh my god. Babies in peacock costumes. Uh, and right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners 20 bucks off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash page 7. That's 20 bucks off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash page seven modernfertility.com slash page seven but what we do have is the uh, a gritty remake we've got a lot of gritty remakes coming out right now i'm excuse me reboots which i think in my i know that they're two different things so we got the reboot the gritty reboot of barney yes which is being uh executive produced by What's his name? Chili 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 Daniels. Chili Daniels. Oh, he likes it. Spicy, spicy. Chili Daniels. The game is up. You'll never fill the streets of Gotham with chili. Ah, <laughs> uh, put a bean on it. <laughs> oh, I make the chili and I put a bean on it. What? He's a navy bean bastard. Oh, navy beans. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, no one likes navy beans. Oh, but they all scared of navy beans. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you just made Italian. a new Batman character yes. for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's Italian because you know, man, us I ties love making chilies. You and love Jackie, beans. by the way, very Italian, completely allowed to do that character. Thank you. Thank of course, you. I am. I put an espresso on it. <laughs> I wow. I also am going to be the next live action Mario, but I'm, I'm going to be called <laughs> Maria. Oh, can I be the can I be Lu- Luigi? You can be Luigiana. Luigi Just God, about that to say that. Makes more sense than the Natalie Luigi. as Luigi, Jackie as Mario. It'll be fun, and I will be Yoshi. You're welcome. <gasps> oh my! Ew, does that mean we have to climb you? Uh oh! I'm feeling extra slobbery today. Oh, but you finally get to have the eggs that you crave because you're not yes. a woman. You get to poop out eggs. Oh, that's finally. awesome! And then you get to have a mena party. Oh yep. fuck! It's coming out. <laughs> oh, it's I don't big. It makes sounds oh. like that. Oh, so we're making a horror movie. Oh my god, I want to make a Super Mario Brothers horror right? movie. Right? Oh, that'd be so good. A gritty reboot. It's it's always oh, these gritty reboots, gritty and reboots. you know that's why I think that Oscar the Grouch SNL parody that of was the Joker very funny. was. 
But also, like, so poignant in the sense, like, yeah, dude, you can slap a gritty reboot on fucking anything. Oh, yeah. It's not, like, some brilliant thing that you're doing. You know what I mean? It's, no. like, not that hard. No, no. So that's where, yeah. So Daniel Kaluuya, who's uh, in Get Out and in Black Panther, his production company, which is called 59%, is making the gritty reboot of Barney with alongside of Mattel. But the, in this same article that I was reading, I also found out that Margot Robbie is going to play Barbie in a gritty that's reboot awesome. of Barbie that's written yeah. by Noah Baumbach and Greta Gerwig, which honestly, I know, it's it. stupid, but I'm going to like it probably. I hate yeah. how much I want to see I, Exactly. It. I hate that I, like, ooh, makes me mad. Yes. Because they're no. just doing, the th- they're just making a thing gritty. That's all they're doing. <laughs> and, 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 and But going back to the Barney thing, it also says the article they want it. It's going to be for kids as well as adults. I, I guess, so. and that's why. So I brought this up when I sent it out to you guys. Like, don't you guys remember Death to Smoochie? Which also makes I me love. so angry. Of course, Rotten Fucking Tomatoes, forty-two percent get fucked. Death to Smoochie is one of movie. my favorite movies of all time. I gonna have to tell you that <gasps> I've never seen it. Oh, okay. I thought you were about to say you didn't like it. All right, no. never seen. It's fine. That makes sense. It's like it, it got largely panned, and it's like an underground. I. I I, Jackie, I feel like you're the only person I know that likes it as much as I'm I I'm surprised, really? though, because this is right at the time I was working at an indie movie theater. So, like, <laughs> One Hour Photo was there, and it seems like in the yeah, same Yeah, it's Robin vein. Williams, Ed yeah. Norton, and it's all about a, a, a Barney-esque character and the seedy underbelly side of it, but it's also directed by Danny DeVito. Speaking of oh, awesome. a penguin, I love him. <laughs> Wow, Roger Ebert gave it. Point five stars. Get fucked, Roger <laughs> Ebert. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. And you just brought up Robin Williams. I watched that documentary on HBO, and oh. I cried Yeah, I didn't we, cry. went, we, about, we were about to start Jackanese last Friday, and I, I opened up our, like, Skype session, and I was like, Holden, what's wrong with you? Because he had clearly been crying for a while right before we were supposed <laughs> oh. to twitch. And oh he had just God. watched it by himself, which you don't <laughs> Why? do. Why? Why? The middle of the afternoon. Why did you well, do no, what that? happened? I was watching it the night before and Lexi came home from like a gal's night out drunk and I was like, "You know what? I'm going to spare you the 15 minutes of sadness that's about to happen. Let's watch something else. Let's watch on becoming a god or something." Man, really good though. Great documentary, really good interviews. Mm-hmm. Very sad. He doesn't make it at the end. So, uh, spoiler wait, alert. Thanks, thanks Holden. You yeah, bastard. Don't ruin it for everyone. Tis I, the ruiner, Batman. No, no. And I'm coming oh, no, to spoil everything, everything for you. Spoiler. I think that you already are that person, Holden, so you're cast. Would you like to hear what happens at the red wedding? Uh, or would you like to hear what happens at the end of Halloween? Yeah, this is the thing. You are the emotion. Oh, I always forget. The, the vampire from what we do in the shadows. The, emo- the I, energy vampire. Energy vampire. Henry and I both... I knew the term red wedding, red wedding, but I didn't know. We just started watching Game of Thrones, and I didn't get it spoiled. So whenever the red wedding happened, we were both like, what? You guys, <laughs> so after all these years, I, I think that we brought it up good, on the show before, that it was the, I believe it was the day after the final episode of Game of Thrones came out, that Natalie and Henry decided to start watching Game of Thrones. I told you, I have problems with shows that I want to be on. I get very angry, and I can't watch them. Until they're over. That's why I haven't watched It's Always Sunny yet. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's rough. I want to. I know it's. I've seen like five episodes of It's Always Funny. It's it, it's it's always funny. It's some of the it's best television. Always I've ever brilliant. Seen. Of it's course, hilarious. I thought, and I it's kind of it. why I start, I watched an episode of Righteous Gemstones, and I'm like, I don't know if I can watch this because I'm furious. <laughs> so good. It's so good. I feel the same way, Natalie. About uh, I finally am watching Big Mouth, and I'm like loving it, and also so sad. Yeah, so sad. So sad. I'm not a part yeah, of that. I, I can't. I, because also, like, lately, Pin 15, the movie yeah. Eighth Grade, yeah. Big Mouth. I, like, w- one thing I would love to take a crack at is that time in my life, those middle school years. And so hard to watch. So many people fucking nail yeah. it. And yet I can't look away. Yeah, totally. Have you gotten to the Duke Ellington episode yet of Big Mouth? I mean, I've, is there, like, one? Oh, okay, no, you haven't gotten to it yet. It's more strongly? Okay. Great. It cool, cool, is, cool. It, there is just, the writing is fantastic. I just, man, it's it's good, though. It is good that these things are being made so that that totally. just opens up the door so that down the line, this is what I tell myself, this is what I tell myself every morning, that down the line we can make fun mm-hmm. things, too, like mm-hmm. a gritty reboot of Clueless. How do, this is another one. It's another one that I looked at it, I rolled my eyes, and I was like, when does it come out? I want to watch it now. Obviously, I have to watch this, even though I won't want to. I know. Um, this just feels to me like a really cheap money grab after Riverdale. Of course and it is. And success. Totally. And, and, it, and it honestly sounds exactly like the premise of well, Pretty Little Liars. What was the, what, oh, yes. What was the, uh... <laughs> The description the is Mean Girls meets Riverdale meets a Lizzo music video, which again- <laughs> Which is just nonsense. That doesn't no. yeah. mean anything. That means nothing. Yeah, yeah it says, um, it's also being described as a baby pink and bisexual blue tinted, Ugh. tiny sunglasses Ugh. wearing, oat milk latte, and Adderall fueled look at high school. <laughs> I know, but I'm going to watch it. I, I also haven't started yet yet, but I can't wait to start watching Nancy Drew on the CW Gritty Reboot. I actually tried to start watching it. I thought that was on ABC or something weird. Is, oh, I thought it was right after Riverdale. I, I keep seeing commercials. I think it's a different network, and that was. I tried to watch it, and I didn't. Didn't like, like it. it. Were you guys big Nancy Drew fans when you were yeah. younger? And like, what's the draw for that franchise? Nancy Drew. Well, it was for me because it, it was like a girl was the lead, and uh, she uh, did like it was like spooky, but it was instead of it being like supernatural stuff, it was you know mysteries. But it was about like a like a spunky girl and her friends, and there wasn't a lot of books like that. Before. What about Amelia Bedelia? She was kooky as fuck. <laughs> she was quirky <laughs> and kind of a dumb bitch, to be honest. Yeah, and her name sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I hate it. Um, and then, although I always wanted my name to be too. Amelia, though, I really wanted my name yeah. to be Amelia. For I a wish long she time. would like out of protest or something. I wish Amelia Bedelia would just like set herself on fire. How dare I, right? you. I can't wait. For At the least she'd be reboot. good for something then. The gritty uh, reboot will be great of Amelia Bedelia though, because like she just keeps showing up in the house. She's a psycho. Oh yeah, she's yeah. completely insane. She never sleeps. Uh-uh. She's a fucking meth addict, is what Amelia. And she does Bedelia crazy is. things to people's houses. They come home and they're like, "Why did you? Why have you done it? What? It was used. What was it? Puns that you were that those stories were about? Like, I'm I, sweeping the the knees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then she's like a hockey player, but yeah. she's also sweeping. So this brings up a good question. What gritty reboot would you want to see? Henry and I have talked about this numerous times, and also Zabrowski copyright on it. I want to do a gritty reboot of Winnie the Pooh, where ah. Christopher Robin is a, is a detective, and he thinks that the whole Winnie the Pooh thing as a kid 
what, like that it was all just his imagination, but the uh, hundred acre far- forest is real, and a murder happens in there, and then the animals get out to come to him because now he's a gritty detective to come and help them, like fi- like figure out the mystery that happened in the hundred acre woods. Mm. I think it's brilliant. I like it. I'd like to see Sonic the Hedgehog gritty reboot, and with it's teeth or like, without teeth. Without teeth, it's essentially like he as Sonic. It's very meta. It's kind of BoJack Horsemany. He just obviously, as is the case, cannot rise above Mario. Cannot really capture the the hearts and and uh, minds of of uh, people across the world uh, like he was able to back in the '90s, and he goes on a quest. To assassinate Mario. Cool. Ooh. I would do a, uh, I do a gritty reboot of the Babysitters Club. <gasps> Ooh. And uh, so there would be one of them would be a Scientologist, and she'd be like trying to coerce them in the whole time, and then one of them would end up being a like a child molester. She'd be molesting the kids, and then they'd find out she had a brain tumor, and Ooh. so they have to deal with like <laughs> a molesty tumor. Going like, well, what Ooh. what's the right and wrong here? Was she in control of her body and her mind at oh, the time? I like and it. There's going to be one. There's a cutter. You should talk to Alicia mm-hmm. Silverstone because she's actually in talks right now of being in the new reboot of the babysitters club oh they're already doing think, it i don't think it's gritty though i they're, think it's i didn't just, know they were rebooting it oh yeah yeah if you can <laughs> God. think of it they are rebooting it Jesus right now Christ. everything is getting a reboot it's insane it'd be cool found footage style scooby-doo they actually encounter a real force of evil i mean that's also great that it was all a lie and it was all just a front but then mm. it and then it becomes real and they're the only like people that anyone can rely on See, I love it. You know, y'all know how I feel about Riverdale. I love. Her. I do. Like, if you do a gritty reboot, right? And if it's so ridiculous that you make me love it, I'm in. I'm gonna watch yeah. all. Totally. Of it. it is. I think the difference is when it becomes the gimmick before the idea. Really, they're like, we'll figure the gimmick out, or we'll figure out the idea later. We're just gonna make sure it's a gritty version of a story people already know and, and like bank on nostalgia. Then that. Then it's a little irritating. It is a lot. It, it's yeah. it's it, it, it's getting to a point where, but then that's why th- things like the series Undone that Holden and I both watched on Amazon, which by the creators of BoJack Horseman, I I sucked it up like a little thin soup because yeah, it was an like interesting a fucking line of coke. Yeah, baby, snort. <laughs> I snort. I snort it. Let the good times roll. And um, it was very sad, but it's a very good, interesting new telling of a story. What is it? It's it's all done in rotoscope, so it's like all cool. like like squiggly. I love rotoscope, and it is it's amazing. So it's all fucks with time, and like the t- like, and it's all about time travel. And essentially, her father died when she was a teenager, and she just got into a really bad car accident. And she's starting to see him come back. And the whole thing is that he has come to her because he found out how to time travel, and he's come to her because she has the gift too. To go back in time and find and out him? that, like, no, that he he said that he wasn't, um, he didn't die, he was murdered, and he needs her to go back and figure out how to go back into time and and like find out who murdered him. Wow, that's that's a lot to ask it's of your daughter. Trippy as yeah. fuck. It's so so she gets good. to go back in time, but she just has to try to solve like solve this horrible crime and kind of but it's also more about how she has to figure out like what it all means it's done very very well it's really really good i got it 
Gritty reboot of Lucky Charms. We called it Leprechaun Straight Out the Bowl Back into the Hood. And it's also a sequel. <laughs> Is a it sequel a sequel to Leprechaun, Leprechaun and, and Lucky Charms? <laughs> yes. It's both. But it's the Lucky Charms Leprechaun Gritty reboot. You're being racist. I like, yeah. Don't you just lump them all in? That's not fair. Straight out the bowl. <laughs> I really like straight out the bowl, though. I think that's you know pretty good. Oh yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. But can we throw um, the captain in there? Can they, the captain have a love affair? Oh, I can't. Tr- I don't trust that guy. No, you're as not long ins- as Robin can suck his dick at some point, of and make Batman he can. jealous for the gritty reboot of whatever the fuck Batman stupid thing they're gonna Robin do. Robin is always just like slapping at the lips to get on that <laughs> knob. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was upset as I said it if it makes you feel any better. That's like the guy last night we did mention at Lizzo's show. There was oh this guy, yeah. the one guy who, the one bro dude in the entire venue. He had a football jersey He on. came in with <laughs> a fucking costume. Like, he was wearing a football jersey. And then later on, Ed was like, that wasn't even a relevant team or number that he was wearing. It was like, like a fake. I like good Ed. <laughs> I like how Ed sounded like a Jewish grandmother. Just like, <laughs> that wasn't even. The, so not, I'm not gonna take that's drink how he sounds to me. That is what he sounds, sounds like. Sounds like a Grammy. Um, <laughs> he sounds like a Grammy. But the the uh, the guy somehow found us, and he was right behind us. And I think now, looking back, he was scoping out Eddie, but. This guy, he was all alone, and he just started bothering everyone around us. And he was just like, <laughs> well, I can't believe this. Everybody's This is a crazy show. Can you believe what's he happening? He was also positive, though. So he's yelling yeah, at the screaming ears. But he was all like, like, isn't she great? It's like, what yeah, are you guys? Man. Like, he's basically going up to the soundboard people and going like, hey, what are you guys doing up there? Wow! So you guys like? Do you help with the show? That's you, cool. You put the well, lights on there. Wow! You doing a good job. And then so there was this group of like really beautiful gay men in front of us who were like a couple of them are couples, and slowly he's like easing his way towards them. And this this one beautiful couple was having like a moment. They were trying to like she was singing. It was beautiful, and they were trying to like this kiss. And he just gets in the middle of them, and he's just like I can't hear what he's saying, but it's very loud. He's just like blah 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 blah. His face was like was literally in between. <laughs> both of their faces trying to have like a nice moment when they're looking at each other and he just put his face in between both their faces. <laughs> and we heard at some point him saying that he just got this is kind of sad that he got a Liz- he loved Lizzo and he got a ticket and he just thought he'd make friends there. And so yeah. he was clearly gay trying to like figure out how to be a gay person like <laughs> very uncomfortable with it but like he wasn't being mean he was just hammered and so annoying and he was like very right. desperately trying to talk to these men in the hopes that one of them would suck his dick but yeah. I don't think they did no I don't <laughs> think they did you never know but he was trying to have his moment yeah and you know what Mazel. I know. If there is a place yeah. to do that, it is going to a Lizzo concert to just be accepted by people around you. Just, just robbing out. Yeah. He was singing. Yes, he was talking very loudly while she sang. But, you know. At one point, Ed, too, when he was he was screaming and, and Lizzo was trying to, she was giving like a motivational speech to everyone and we were trying to like listen and he was talking over her and eventually Eddie just turned, she, he's filming and he turns to the guy and goes, Listen to the beautiful message. And then he just turned back. <laughs> and then he took another puff from his Capri 120. And <laughs> Listen to the beautiful, beautiful Oh, my God, it's Mariah Carey. She's Listen here, too. To the beautiful message. <laughs> I thought that I didn't care. 
I'd buy my cents anywhere, but baby, baby, I don't know what I'm gonna do, cause I love Fleur makes stunning non-toxic perfumes and lists all of their ingredients online. More than Lizzo can say about her juice, is it apple? Is it grape? You get a good scent made with clean ingredients, and the sample process is just juicy. For luxurious perfume that's all about good, clean fun, try Fleur, P-H-L-U-R. It's the only thing good and clean about me, but it's the fourth thing that's fun about me. My orifices are fun as finding the right scent for you at Fleur. First, you get to know each of Fleur's scents with pictures, words, and even playlists on their site. Then you actually try them on your own skin and see how it works for your life. Bounce that butt up and down because you know she gonna get to wagon once she is dusted with her Fleur. Fleur's world-class perfumers are scent artists and these perfumes are their masterworks. It ain't my fault that I'm out here smelling good. Gotta blame it on my Fleur. Gotta blame it on my Fleur, baby. In a great way. Because every Fleur scent is gender-free but it's smile full. The best part, Fleur is a completely transparent fragrance company. They tell you every ingredient in their perfumes and why it's there. Blame it on the Fleur, baby, cause we smell good as hell. Man, I'm jumping from song to song. And good news, they just introduced body wash and body lotion in the same sense, so you can blame every decision on Fleur's juice and never feel bad again. Now, my hip cat leaves me smelling like one hip cat, and it is definitely the only thing cool about me while I'm out here repping my jazz hands. Hep cat lasts all day and all night, so I can pretend I'm one of Lizzo's big girls all night long and still have someone sidle up onto my big sweaty body and say hey mama let me get because my hepcat prowls up into their nose and lets them know that the only good decisions I make are about the good scent with clean ingredients that I spritz. Go to Fleur.com today and use promo code PAGE7 to get 20% off your first custom Fleur sample set. Pick three cents to try and get credit towards a full-size bottle of your favorite. That's promo code PAGE7 at Fleur.com to get your first three Fleur fragrance samples at 20% off phlur.com. Daddy, daddy, I'm afraid. Oh, full-grown wife, why are you scared? I'm scared of organization because the fox and antichrist says chaos wanes. Need an internet daddy to swoop in and chew away your cannibal foxes and make your business safe again? That's where HoneyBook comes in. HoneyBook's an online business management tool that organizes your client communications, bookings, contracts, and invoices all in one place. Don't be scared of the business, Forrest, cause daddy's here and he is sweet. HoneyBook makes it simple to run your business better. Professional templates, e-signatures, and built-in automation keeps everything on track and makes you look good. You know what they say, the better you look, the more you leave them clients shook from professionalism. They can even consolidate services you already use, like QuickBooks, Google Suite, Excel, and MailChimp slash Gmail. HoneyBook takes all my fingy food business and puts them all in my big freelancing pick on it. 
basket so no boo-boos and no yogis are going to be sniffing and swiping and trying to make me go business hungry. It's the number one choice for client and business management, for freelancers and business owners, daddies and foxes and bears. Oh my aside, HoneyBook really does help me to keep my obviously easily distracted brain on the right track. Bears, why did it have to be bears? That's a quote from The Revenant. Save time and do more of what you love, like aggravatingly misquoting well-known movies with HoneyBook. And right now, HoneyBook is offering our listeners 50% off when you visit HoneyBook.com slash page 7. Payment is flexible, and this promotion applies whether you pay monthly or annually. Go to HoneyBook.com slash page 7 for 50% off your first year. That's HoneyBook.com slash page 7. I wish I could see that tour. Mariah Carey's currently on her, she's like starting her Christmas tour oh, and I yeah, would just so I want to see her wheeled onto the stage oh. and taped to a mic stand <laughs> while she sings. <laughs> I love her they so just, much. Yeah, they just like have shoes that are like implanted into the stage. She puts her feet. She puts in her them. feet into it. <laughs> oh, she's upright. Soon enough, she's going to be like a human Chuck E. Cheese animatronic. I, it's just going to be like somebody's going to be like controlled by machines. <laughs> and yeah, I would go to that. I would. I don't care about going to see a show first, but I would go if she was doing that. Oh <laughs> yes, the try to do as little as possible. Possible tour. <laughs> it's 15 minutes long. A man holds me up the whole time. <laughs> and would, everyone pays a four hundred dollars a ticket. I would you know? seven seven minutes of banter. <laughs> you guys are great. You guys are really great tonight. And you know, it's just like one of those nights. But she's got subtitles like... under her so that everyone knows what she's saying. Right, play sing a song. Any song. One of the I bad ones to say. Oh, no. Don't I you rush me. This is my method. <laughs> oh, great man. She ain't what she used to be. Ain't what she used to be. Ain't what she used to be. I haven't heard that song in, in quite some time. Thank you for the throwback, Holden. You're welcome. I'm sorry, Another Mariah. Robin dick suck for you. <laughs> You're just, that's all, you just want that tape. I mean, I'm sure that yeah. tape exists out there somewhere. What is it, Rule 23? Um, Natalie is pointing at the screen because I think that she's excited because of the headline of this. Na- See, Holden, <laughs> this came out today. Lindsay Lohan calls out Cody Simpson on The Masked Singer. So as you guys Ooh. know, I think that you've been following Lindsay Lohan is the, one of the judges on The Masked Singer Australia. Did she already get, did she already get fired? She's not fired yet. She's still she doing it. She did show up for a promo thing a while back. They yeah. were pretty mad about it. They were I'm confusing a blind item I didn't use that's talked about how she's already not going to be coming back. Wow, spoiler. You're yeah. The spoiler has yeah. struck again. I know. Oh, I know. He's the ruiner, is he not? <laughs> but oh. I think it's great that, um, so Lindsay Lohan has been on, so part of, I don't know if you guys have seen any of The Masked Singer, but the whole, like the judges have to guess who is underneath the mask. And she, since it's, she's doing the show in Australia, she doesn't know any of the, like the famous <laughs> people in Australia. She has done no research. Oh. She, no one is even giving her like no, a sheet of things for her to I would be bummed out if she had done research. It yes. would have bummed me out. Oh no, she's just showing up, barely doing this. So she actually guessed and got it right. 
this week. So, guys, this is a spoiler alert for The Mass Singer Australia if you are able to find it and watch it, which if you can figure that out, please send me a link because I don't know how to do it. But <laughs> she – so Cody Simpson is the dude – that is dating Miley Cyrus yeah. right now. The big lumpy-headed Australia dude that um, is completely in love with her, of course. Yeah, he wrote a song about her already. Okay, he wrote a song about her already. They've been dating for like three weeks. I uh, am not. Yeah, too much. By the way, that's too much, and that is doomed when you do stuff. Oh like yeah, that. this is a. I mean, this is for her at least. This is like a right after a relationship fling. Well, and especially when she's like. She's like, don't judge me. You know, I just got out of this big relationship. I'm gonna. It's like, of course, girl, you fucking totally. do you. But when you're both on Instagram, like putting up kissy photos after you've been stupping for a couple of weeks and saying that, like, I love you, right. baby. It is just like, I don't. Right. I, mean, I know you shouldn't judge other people's lifestyle, but when you put it out there like that, I'm just well, you like, put well, it out there. Yeah, totally. I mean, and she and they have known each other for a long time. They have, but um, but he's still like I, 20 years old. Yeah, it makes me wonder if. She, She's doing it for her ex. Like, yes. what's his name? I'm just blanking on his fucking name. Hemsworth. Hemsworth. I wonder Hemsworth. if it's all for him. Like, maybe he hurt her really bad or something. And she's just like, yeah, well, bitch. I think that he really wanted to, which I said this last week. I didn't realize he had kids. I had absolutely no idea that he was a father uh, with a, a beautiful uh, Spanish mom. Hey, Jackie, I wrote you a song. Uh, how's it going? How you doing? I'm Are broken you okay? up with you. Everything I break okay? up with you. Do you need anything? Do you need anything? Can I see you tomorrow? What about yesterday? <laughs> I thought yesterday was cool. Were you upset about it? Yeah, but you're not singing it. You have to sing it if it's a song. Jackie, <laughs> I oh, can't believe I'm so sorry about everything. My life is yours. I am on my knees. And if you had a dick, I'd suck it like Robin, please, <laughs> for all of time, forget Hemsworth, he was unkind, and I'm not um, a I've already bad broken guy. up with Holden, and now it's over, so thanks for the song, I think but she was, no fucking thanks. She was thinking about getting back with you until you sang the song. Yeah, and then he sang oh. it. Yeah, you should get over it. I hope that you feel- My life! Just as bad as Cody Simpson did, so when they were on the episode when Lindsay Lohan called him out, she said, if it's you, Cody Simpson, we have a lot to talk about, and this is not the arena for it. I want my furniture back, because I bought your furniture for your house in Venice. So, <laughs> which, yikes, this is before she knew it was him. Wait, okay, hang on. This is why I needed to ask this. So did they date? And if they did, how old was he? Because she's they much didn't older. Date. He dated her sister, Allie, oh. which is why okay, she knows okay, all okay. this stuff. And so when they finally revealed that it was Cody Simpson, she said, I can't, I can't, I just need a minute. I'm literally in shock right now. I can't oh. even, I'm like blushing for my sister because I know how much she loves you, Whoa. which also, don't fucking Yikes, call out your sister like that for still being in love with this fucking dude yeah. that is openly dating Miley Cyrus. Are you saying right that now? Lindsay Lohan's a shitty sister? Whoa. What? what a fucking fallopian tube. Yeah, you're right. Uh, uh, yeah, a fallopian tube. She brings a the fallopian eggs. tube is beautiful. And sometimes we don't want the eggs <laughs> to be brought in. Okay. Yeah, I know there what happens go. in a I'm tube. I'm glad Jackie picked up on exactly what I meant by that. Thank you so much. <laughs> I figured. I figured what you meant. Oh, I see. Like, it transports the egg. You don't want to be fertilized. Uh -huh. Right. Uh -huh. I get it. Uh -huh. She's br 
bringing that egg out and Cody Simpson's like, naughty, naughty. <laughs> no, I don't know about like, thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's technically, it's kind of cute for a fallopian tube to do that. I think I'm just like uh, too big mouthed right now that everything's like a talking sex organ. Um, but anyways, I mean that's what happens once you get completely invested in big mouth. But I mean we've been ta- I know we we're talking about it, but I guess it's time for the list, guys. Oh, <laughs> who's on the list? Yeah, gotta have the list, oh. Jackie. I know, who's I know you gotta have the on list. The list. I know you gotta have the list. Um, I actually am going back to last week's list. What's on the list? list? What's in the list? I get it. Is that like a what's in the box? I get it. Yeah, that's um, I'm going back to last week's list because I thought that there was wow. just so much more on it that I wanted to talk about of the 40 fascinating facts about your favorite horror movies because as I was looking through it again last week, I was just like, man, I didn't even get to that one. I didn't even get to that one yet. So I got. So I know we talked about our double amputee. <laughs> Which, we that did. was kind of fun. Do you we guys did. remember that? Uh, yes. No. <laughs> but did you know that the blob was based on a true story? Yeah, the story of Henry Zabrowski, am I right? Ah! <laughs> He'll never be the penguin. <laughs> but he might. Baby, if we have one, one of the Zabrowskis will be. Don't worry. <laughs> but apparently that uh, this this came from a... So in on, on September 27th, 1950... The Philadelphia Inquirer ran an article with the headline, Flying Saucer Just Dissolves. The night before, police officers John Collins and Joe Keenan swore that they'd watched a mysterious object fall from the sky. Rushing towards the landing site, the men stumbled upon a purple, jelly-like mass. Collins and Keenan immediately summoned two of their colleagues, who arrived just in time to watch the material evaporate without a trace. The FBI was contacted, a press conference was held, and the whole mess became a national laughing stock. But what I love is that they flipped it, they reversed it, they turned it into a fucking famous movie. Hell yeah! You get that's it, awesome. bitches. I think that's fun. That is making slime into sliminade. Oh, that was cute, Nat. I also <laughs> thought that it was... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. That was me turning into a monster. No, don't. Don't turn don't, into don't a monster again. <laughs> I thought it was interesting because speaking of real events, Child's Play was also inspired by a real event. Ooh. So in 1909, so we're talking a little bit ago, Key West painter and author Robert Eugene Otto claimed that one of his family's servants placed a voodoo curse on his childhood toy, Robert the doll. Supposedly, the doll would mysteriously move from room to room, knock furniture over, and conduct conversations with Otto. He Robert the it. doll was left in the attic until Otto's death in 1974, when new owners moved into his Florida home. The new family also claimed mysterious activities would happen in the house connected to to the doll. Today, Robert the doll is on display at the Custom House and the old post office in Key West, Florida. I actually would love to see that. Right? I think that kid probably deserved it. I imagine he was an asshole to the servants. Yeah, so. you think so? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm assuming. I saw Skeleton Key. I know how those things happen. Mm-hmm. I thought this was kind of fun. An actual witch was hired to help make the craft more authentic. Did you know about this, Natalie? I didn't, but it makes sense because they... They, they some, got it sp- pretty yeah, spot on. Yeah, they got some sc- stuff good in there. 
They brought on Pat Devin as a consultant. She's a member of one of the largest and oldest Wiccan religious organizations in the United States, Covenant of the Goddess. And at the time, she was the first officer of the group's Southern California Local Council. She played a big role in the production process and at times worked directly with the actresses. A lot of my suggestions were acted upon and virtually all of my suggestions were given careful consideration, even if they didn't all end up in the final version of the film, which also, fuck yeah. yeah. And not only they brought her on, but it wasn't just like a gesture of like, you see, we did it, guys, but no, they, they actually good. included her. Guys, we should, that. we should do a reboot of The Craft, but make it cute. So it's like oh, a flip so reversal of the yeah, grittiness. Yeah, opposite. That's where it's heading, though, yeah, Natalie. You're it. on the cusp because everyone's doing these gritty reboots right now. So it's going to be about taking dark things and making them bright and happy. The Exorcist, Schindler's List. Leatherface. Yeah, Leatherface. Ooh, what are we going to do with Leatherface? It's cute. It's going to be helping vegan. me lose weight by digging me skin. <laughs> he chases me around. Isn't that fun? He's my new dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be, that's a funny, awkward situation. Leatherface is my new dad. What's he going to do now being in a father role? <laughs> I think that he would do a good job. Uh, but this is something that I think that we all knew, unfortunately, not unfortunately, that Stanley Kubrick allegedly typed all of those all work pages in The Shining. Mm -hmm. He did it by hand, because uh -huh. you know that typewriter. It ain't doing itself. Mm -mm. <laughs> no. That's very Kubrickian of him. I to know. Do. And mm -hmm. also, this is the last thing that I thought was very interesting that I wanted to get to. The creature from the Black Lagoon was modeled after the Oscar statuette. Universal managed mm. to snag an up and coming filmmaker with a prestigious resume to direct Creature from the Black Lagoon. Ba 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 ba. There was a picture of the Oscar statuette on it. I said, if we put a gilled head on the figurine, plus fins and scales, that would look pretty much like the kind of creature we're trying to get. So they made a mold out of rubber, and gradually the costume took shape. At first, the creature had what leading lady Julie Adams described as an eel-like physique. Slick and streamlined, the outfit didn't come with much in the way of fins, ridges, or body armor. These were later enhanced to give the monster a more menacing appearance. Now, something I want to get on get into on our our bonus content this week was I finally saw Monster Squad for the first time in my life. Whoa. I'm gonna go ahead and throw it out there. And the creature from the Black Lagoon in it, the outfit is fantastic. Well, mm -hmm. uh, I was going to say I don't remember where I saw the study, but somewhere it was saying that the creature from the Black Lagoon is the most sexually sought after monster. Really? Yeah. Not? See, we were talking about this of like which monster would you want to be in the monster squad. And I said Dracula because I think it would be awesome to live forever. And then you get to bone all the time and turn into a bat. Mm. But I thought you said she was a virgin. It's got nards. It's great. They just call the kid the fat kid. Um, <laughs> of all these, all of these tropes from all these years. Now I finally get so yeah. many of them. Um, but it is, it is interesting that uh, I get it though. Except for the fact that I didn't like Shape of Water because I hated the like fuck a fish movie. Yeah, no, I really? couldn't. I fell asleep during Shape of Water, unfortunately. Oh, I loved Shape of Water. I thought it was great. It makes me feel weird that she wanted to have sex oh, with a yeah, fish. Oh yeah, dude. Oh wow, Holden's into it. Yeah, yeah. I like feeling weird and naughty and bad. I do. You know what I mean, I do, but I not necessarily guess. when I'm. It's about animals, I guess. Yeah, that's just oh, me. No. That's my little thing. I don't it's find a the saucy animal little. Fish boy. Oh no, my my brassiere just fell off. 
does fish don't even have penises oh no <laughs> ew are you gonna put your hands in his gills oh my god dude i'd fucking mouth fuck it <laughs> You don't even know how to have sex you with it. You don't even know. You don't know what you're going to put your mouth on. I'd fucking find a way to fuck that fish man. Hell yeah, Any you which would. way but lose, all right? I'd fucking <laughs> slam down so difficultly on that fish. I believe in you. In such a challenging manner that he'd be like, am I fucking playing in a professional sports league right now, or am I having fuck sex with this guy? I think you're having fuck sex with it. Yeah. <laughs> That's your fetish, is trying to figure out how to have sex with things that don't have genitals. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, and be like, yeah, what do absolutely. I do with all these eels? That's going to be, or what is it? Gills. What is it? I don't know. I don't know what Whatever. it is. I don't know what kind of holes a fish has, all right? I'm covered in sweat. I'm covered in sweat right now. Hold it. Oh, my God. It's unicorn it's glow. Getting... So dark. Mm. Why is this? Is there an eclipse? Yeah. Is the moon covering the sun? I don't think uh-uh. so. Or I think maybe I'm going blind. blind. I don't. I can't see them. That's right. You can't see shit. Whoa. Oh. Here we go. I don't know why. I'm, I'm sorry for getting mad. Why are you scaring us? We need I a real don't Clive know. Barker right oh now. Oh my god, he I is. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Please, silence whilst I implore you with the blind item. I like your spooky blind item's voice, as if that if you were blind, you immediately become, become evil. a ghoul. You mere mortals cannot handle the blindness of these items. <laughs> I think we can. It's probably fine. <laughs> it'll be some, but it'll be some fun celebrity goss. <clears throat> Much like what the one named A-list singer is doing, this A-list rapper is going to try and take away what somebody else already owns because he thinks, as a celebrity, he is more important than the other person. Jay-Z and Beyonce. Yes. Whoa. I, well, well, no, 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 no. Beyonce was the one we've talked about before. Who do you think the A-list rapper is, is trying to trademark something? Oh, it's not, it's not the same story. Okay. It's not the same story, but it, yes, I am referring to the B- uh, the. the the A-list singer okay. is Beyonce. What is the A-list rapper? Who is the A-list rapper that is trying to do the same thing right now? Trying to do the same thing with their children? Not with children. Uh, Kanye. Yes, and he's trying to he's trying to tra- uh, uh, trademark the phrase Sunday service. Ah, uh, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Sunday Such a Kanye. Service. Just trying to brand religion is. Right. A complete That's like move. trying to say that I, I, it should just shorten it to he's going to take the word Sunday and that every time the, any person says the word Sunday, we have to pay him a quarter. Or church. <laughs> yes, or, or God. Tr- yeah, or, or anything yeah. like that. I think that, that I mean, I uh, get it again. I would actually love if he bought the word Jesus. Oh, yeah. There's got to be a price on oh. his head, right? Oh, yeah. Man, I'd love it. Yeah, we need to write a Kanye Midsummer. Midsummer. I think that's a great idea. That'd be great. Uh, So Beyonce, we talked about this a week or so ago. She's been trying to trademark Blue Ivy, uh, her child's name, and uh, is in this big court battle with this um, wedding uh, company that already trademarked it. Kanye West, he's trying to trademark Sunday Service. He applied for exclusive ownership of Sunday Service. So that you can put it on clothing and dresses, footwear, headwear, jackets. We already saw these. What? How much money was it for the sweatshirt with like I Sunday believe, service? If I remember, I believe it was over two hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, yeah, loungewear, scarves, shirts, socks, tops. He's trying to get it, slap it on everything. But the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office shut him down. Someone already has registered the name, so I'm sure he's going to go after him. Damn it. Hell yeah. Good. Good, 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 good. You know what? What? (laughs) It's just, you know, I think that, you know, he's fighting for what he believes in. And, uh, (laughs) and I support it. Yeah. And that's why for me, I'm trying. So for Japanese, I want to trademark TGIF. Oh, I like (sighs) that. Can we still end? Can we start doing Are You Afraid of the Darks at the end of the night? Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, all right. Uh, blind item number two to shock and terrify you. The feds have opened an investigation into this reality star with a massive family. They are looking into tax evasion and money laundering. Oh, and get this one. Human trafficking. What? what? Jesus. Huge reality show. I mean, it can't be the it can't be Kim Kardashian. No, but it's a different massive reality family. You like this family. Is it the Duggars? No, you jerk. Whoa. It would make sense if they were human trafficking though. That's why you would I, have all those children. I would actually be surprised because I keep up with the Duggars. Oh yeah. Uh, what as are, we know. Wait, so another huge... A, a patriarch, big family. <sighs> partridge family. Yes. No. It's Reality not sister I've never trusted them. Uh, it's Cody Brown. How <gasps> fucking dare you speak That's this bullshit fucking to me? Right. He's okay. not trafficking. He's not. <laughs> he's not. He Human trafficking real estate. I don't know what he's trafficking. The family fled to Flagstaff. Say that Uh-oh. fucking 12 times fast. Arizona, Flagstaff, Arizona, recently, and media yeah, it was outlets, in the last season. Media outlets in Arizona lawyers are speculating that the state may prosecute. It is interesting because I will say it is a common theme on the show that they are constantly skipping town. Well, I do believe they <laughs> are evading taxes. They, like, I, most of those like plural families are just riding off of the government. Yeah, I, yeah, sure. I, 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 I can definitely see that. I don't know about the human trafficking, but <laughs> who know? But you know what? They got a lot of people, and they got a lot. Of, it's like you can't watch all of them at one time. Who knows what's happening in the interim? I do follow all of them on social media, and of course, you know what? They're not showing any of the human trafficking on there, and so I. It's scary. It's scary. I could see them getting away with it. Though. It's almost like you can't trust anyone. How dare you? Yeah, the Browns are perfect. They're a perfect family. They're a perfect family. <laughs> I have yet. One more item for the blind. An eye for an eye. Tooth for a tooth. The world goes blind. I'll set you free. That was from Sister Act. (laughs) Rap on, brothers. Rap on. Remember that? From the second one? I think it was from the first one. I remember most of the first one pretty well. I don't know if it was the first one. Whoa. All right. Maybe it was. The, oh, no, it was the second one. With all the kids? Yes. Yeah, the second one. And nobody did any learning but the teacher. I'm Whoopi Goldberg, and I don't like all these kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've seen it. You don't. See, you get the it. gist of Sister Act 2 back in the habit. <laughs> <laughs> this permanent A++ list athlete who doesn't do the athlete thing any longer. Why are you giving us sport people again? (laughs) (laughs) He's married. 
He also offered a waitress the other night in Miami $25,000 to have sex with him. No. She declined. She declined. Then he offered her 50K. What? What? She still said, no, no, That's no. That's silly. I would have said yes. $50,000? She must have had some gazongas. Uh, well, also, yeah. obviously, this dude doesn't give a fuck about being caught then. It better not be A-Rod. No, but close. Tiger Woods. Ooh, that no. was good. Oh, this is the same thing that That's, happened last week. Michael people. Jordan. No, close, Jack. closer to A Rod. You were close with A Rod. That doesn't help me. Daryl Strawberry. Anyway. <laughs> Name the other Yankee that everyone knows. Daryl Strawberry. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Can one. we leave that man alone? Hasn't he been through enough? <laughs> I have no idea. I just the know his name. Uh, the other Yankee. The it's other not Yankee. A-Rod. Not A Rod. Um, Jeter. Fucking Dirt Jeter. Yes. You fuck <gasps> wow, Oh, my God. Jackie, good job. I am a nerd Jack, girl. Yeah. I am a sports. You're such a dork. I know a ball, and if you give it, I will say what it is. I know it. So, yeah, I'm wow. pretty great. Sorry if I've taken your soul with these blind items. Prepare yourself no. next week for another tale of terror. No, you're right. I am scared of him. I am I definitely, am. I'm a thousand percent scared of him. I don't want you to ever go blind. No, I, because then he's, he's going to become a spooky spooky. I ain't got time for that. Can you imagine nobody getting the episode if he always talked like that? What do you mean? This is my natural speaking voice. It takes so long. <laughs> it does. It's very long. It's slow. <laughs> On that note, don't worry. We're going to get you out of here just in time so you don't have to hear the spooky voice anymore. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this week's page is seven. And we're listening to our mer- our many spooky tales of positivity coming from our Lizzo concert. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on at JackThatWorm on Instagram. My name's Holden McNeely. You can find me in frightening spaces such as Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Holden's Home. And you can see Jackie there on Friday nights getting murdered. TGIF trademarked by Holden and Jackie. By the way, murdered by murdered, I meant hammered. And also check out our Patreon, regular weekly content every single week. A half an hour at least of us gabbing about the shows we're watching and all that good stuff. You're going to love it. You're never going to want to miss it. Just five bucks a month. You can't beat that price. Check it out. Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. I'm uh, Natalie Jean. You hear that? Mary Production Hell Crew. Hell yeah, you tell That's them that. That's my name. <laughs> uh, and you can find me at the Natty Jean on all the bullshit. We love you guys. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. 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 This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.